Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, not too many uh, episodes of Going Greyhounds are all by with Ron Arnold where we don't mention my namesake. And Ron, as I say good morning to you, I think we can chat about Simon Told Helen right at the top of the show. Yes, yeah, certainly can. We might have to call this the Simon Show. So <laughs> between the two of you, uh, two superstars together. So two uh, Cheers, Ron. Mate, yes, of course, uh, you know, on a, uh, a wet and cold Wentworth Park night and a bit of rain all around the eastern seaboard of Australia. It was uh, Melbourne last night, of course, that attracted the attention. Uh, two big group races. The time on maturity was the uh, the major of the night. It's $100,000 prize money. Brought together a super field, all greyhounds in form. Some of them have been the hard-nosed group dogs for a few months and they all come together. And uh, the box draw played a bit of a part. They all had a chance, but there was one greyhound that stood at the top of the tree yet again. And uh, after six months, he came to Sydney with Simon Told, Helen Day Burnett back early in the year. We all know the well-documented issue leading into the National Derby. And uh, last night, there was would have been a fair bit of relief. Let's pick up that magical less-than-30-second moment of the maturity 2020. Racing. Simon told Helen broke okay. Driving for Tigalong Tonk and Hardstyle Rico tucks in third the inside of Playlist as they run the first turn. Next in the field was Ebby Infrared, the rail Christo Bale. A length in the field, Zambora Smokey and Summerlights along the back at Simon told Helen four in front. Hardstyle Rico gives pursuit in second. Two to Tigalong Tonk, then Ebby Infrared and Christo Bale around the turn. Simon told Helen lead. Hardstyle Rico a length away. Simon told Helen wins the maturity. One at a length and a quarter. Hardstyle Rico had his chance. Tigalong Tonk do. Christo Bale got home into fourth. Okay, so to replay there, run of the maturity from last night. The market said that uh, Simon told Helen and Hardstyle Rico would fight it out, and it was the favourite. Simon told Helen too good over Hardstyle Rico, and a Tigalong Tonk wound up running third there for Corey Grenfell. Yeah, certainly, Simon. They've uh, those three greyhounds have been going head to head now for a number of months, and of course, obviously with the COVID world. Not all of them have been able to uh, travel around the other states for us all to get to see them in the flesh. But it's as good as we can do now watching them on television. And uh, one gentleman that was with us in Sydney back in January through that National Derby series was the trainer of Simon Told, Helen Dave Burnett. He's one of nature's gentlemen as far as greyhound racing is concerned. And uh, Dave joins us this morning on air. Good morning, Dave, and congratulations. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, listeners. Mate, obviously a, a greyhound like this, Dave, you, you've had plenty of good dogs around, but you know, someone like Simon told Helen, do you still pinch yourself of a morning and believe he's in the backyard? Absolutely. Yeah, Ron. Um, again, I've had good, I thought I had good dogs over the years, and uh, this dog just, uh, again, it's just a different different level, different level of dogs. Does everything right every time. We put him around, and uh, just the credit to train. Lovely dog to have in the kennel. Dave, obviously, with that victory last night, it takes him over the you know the six hundred thousand dollar prize money league. That puts him into a special category of you know the sort of top dozen or so in the industry. And he's still only a young dog, uh, barring injury, he could still be going around in twelve months' time. And then, obviously, from the stud purpose, um, you know that puts his name up in lights. And you know, for a group of owners, it's it's a big thing. And, and tell us a bit about the owners. What? Uh, how many of them involved with the dog? Um, five owners. How would I describe? We'll start from the top down. There's a, a local surgeon who runs the Geelong Hospital here, um, a local doctor, 
the doctor looked after Brian, who is the dog person in the syndicate. Um, when he had cancer and everything else, the doctor got the surgeon to do the work. So, and a couple of mates from the doctors that are involved also. One of them's up in Queensland and one's down here as a genetic scientist. So, there's a pretty special group and uh, they're, they're enjoying their ride at the moment. They're loving it. No, I could just imagine. It's a wonderful thing. Obviously, um, you know, life in Victoria right at the moment, Dave, is what you would probably classify as a little bit difficult. And I, I saw the photos on the net this morning. Um, you know, obviously, I've been to a lot of presentations. I've never seen presentations with people with masks on. Um, how is the general feel in Victoria from the racing point of view? How is it at the moment? I think we we been doing everything right down here for the racing wise with the masks and everything that, that we're, governments required us to do. So at the moment we're laughing, but it just takes that one person to cheat the system, and one person gets into into a race track with it, and who knows where the industry goes to down here. But it's just scary that everywhere you go in this area next is so spread widespread that uh, you can't stop and fill your car up anymore. You're not going to. I'm lucky that I'm outside of the, the um, protection zone at the moment, so it's the country area out here, so we're pretty safe here. But every move you make now, you've just got to be so cautious that, again, you don't get it. Mate, just going back onto the dog now, of course, we go back to September last year. He wins his maiden at Warrnambool. Um, you obviously knew you had a dog that had a fair bit of potential. Did he, did he seem different to a lot of your other good dogs at the time? Uh, from the day. Both, both the dogs, I took them to Geelong and trialled them over the 400 metres of Geelong, their first ever 400. And um, I had a dog called Louis Lasagna who'd won 27 races. He won the free for all the night before in 22.62. These two dogs went 22.48 and 22.41, I think, at their first ever trial on a track. So um, instantly we knew we had something. I honestly thought it was a lure fit and clock not the dogs running, but they just kept going through that and just improving every time we put them around. And you know, it's just a matter of trying to convince everybody they were good. And uh, yeah. And obviously, mate, you know he's a he's a good age dog for coming through these races. Last night, I think was only start number thirty. He's won nineteen of them, and obviously his current form, he's won seven of his last ten. So you having have him at the peak of his career. Um, you know, from a planning point of view, no, sadly we can't just travel around the country. So, what would you do with a dog like this? Can you just keep putting them around a few of the free for alls? I know the nationals are coming up in August uh, statewide for each state, but is there a plan of what you can do? Baseball. Next challenge is national state state three championship here in Victoria which is about two weeks away. That's going to be his next target. And then um, it's a matter of finding out whether uh, your million-dollar race is on and all these other races are on and whether they're allowed to travel with the state with the dog. Um, we want to travel. We want to spread the dog around Australia and give you the opportunity for everybody to see. So, um, yeah, that's what the plans are at the moment, about two weeks ahead. All right, mate. Well, look, again, um, you know, on behalf of everybody in the country, we love seeing the... The great dogs, the great horses, that's what brings, you know, people through the gate in normal times. Obviously, it's everything restricted at the moment, and we're aware of that, but it's still wonderful to see them on the TV and, and win and perform at their best. Um, congratulations to yourself. You've been a credit to the sport and your family and everybody around you. It's uh, it's just great to see 
you're getting success with this greyhound, and you know hopefully he can uh, stay with us on the racetrack for you know, another good while to come. And when all this madness gets back to normal, um, we can look forward to seeing him here next year in an Easter egg or something like that. And uh, I do congratulate you, mate. Thanks, Rob. There he is, Simon Dave Burnett for coming on this morning. It's a uh, it's a big thing again. Uh, winning those big group ones with greyhounds uh, like the calibre, Simon told him. They are life-changing, uh, Simon, of course, uh, not just from the prize money. As I say, he's won over 600000 now, so if he keeps racing, he looks like he's going to be a million-dollar dog. And then from the stud side of things, um, you know, you, you go to stud at these levels, and uh, it is it's for, for owners. Just uh, having an interest in a dog, as I say, it can be a, a complete change of life for you, and uh, congratulations to them. And, and mm. Dave Burnett, just a wonderful, wonderful trainer. And on the smaller scale, he's not like the, the big sort of half a dozen. They've got hundreds of dogs in their backyard, and it's great to see those ones get success. Yeah, it can be an extra zero on the stud for you, can't it? Yeah, there certainly is. Well, even if it's you know, two and a half grand a service, you might do that ten times a month for ten years. I'll let you get the calculator out, mate. <laughs> I, was never any, I was never any good at match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there was other smiles there last night, of course. One of the, I think we spoke about this dog, Last Sunday, when we said $6.50 was the opening tab market, $3.70 was the final price last night. So plenty of people uh, jumped on the bandwagon throughout the week. The Greyhound True Detective for Jeff Britton took out the Fireball Group Final over the 700 course, winning yet another Group 1, this wonderful dog. Let's pick up that replay. Racing. Slowest out, he shall power. True Detective away well. is going to push forward and cross thriving onto the first turn. Around a third, Sir Traculant from Rockstar B. Valenc, Sunset, Burbsky. Then here's Tears as they come into the straight. Second last, he shall power. My father's son is last with a round to go. True Detective leads the way. He's out by two. Sir Traculant in second with thriving on the inside. Just got a slight check when looking to get clear. Rockstar B drives the rail a length away to Sunset, Burbsky. Then here's Tears. He shall power and my father. Father's son, still true detective in front. He's two and a half clear. Thriving, trying hard in second placing. Sunset Burbsky runs onto the outside, but true detective kicked off the turn. True detective wins the fireball. He beats Sweet Burbsky, Rockstar Beaver, and Sir Traculum. Then thriving, he shall. A replay of the fireball final there last run, and it was true detective for Jeff Britton defeating Sunset Burbsky and Rockstar Beaver in third. Yeah, once uh, he led off box number two, he was always going to be hard to run down. The Daily Kennel picked up second and third with their two greyhounds and uh, full marks to Rossi Davidson, who owns Sunset Burpsky up here in Sydney. Uh, the greyhound obviously got a little bit out of its ground early, but ran in quite strong, but obviously just found the winner far too good on the night. And just been a super greyhound, uh, true detective for that team of ownership there, of course, which one that includes George Ferrugi, who we've interviewed on this program, going greyhounds with all these national greyhound syndication worlds and uh, just full marks. And again, a greyhound has been to Wentworth Park and we all hope somewhere down the track it might be end up being 2021 before we see Simon Told, Helen and uh, True Detective back at the Glebe Circuit. But let's all hope that can happen. So that's another series for the Meadows as far as the maturity night is over. Mm. Certainly one that uh, will be different and uh, go in the record books of... Uh, no people and uh, all the contestants walking around in masks and everybody, but that's just life it is at the moment. And again, congratulations to our winners for the big major races. And a replay, uh, the replay of all these races uh, in years to come, it'll just be uh, forever remembered as the 2020, the year that uh, the coronavirus struck. 
Yeah, exactly right. And as I say, I had a quick look at the presentation this morning and, um, yeah, it sort of hit me. That was the first thing I noticed. I thought, goodness, I've... Uh, I thought I've stood alongside some strange characters in uh, presentations at Wendy Park, but never in masks. So uh, <laughs> it's just what it is, unfortunately. Mm. But as, as Dave mentioned, everyone's handled it very well, and that's why we're still racing all our codes, and that's the trots and the horses as well. So, um, you know, full marks to everybody. We're getting through this, and uh, that's good because it generates a hell of a lot of income, a lot of jobs for people, the racing industry, and we uh, we are certainly glad that they're still able to tick the box and tick it over. Yeah, it's been... Uh... Of course, last night at Wendy Park, uh, again, a solid program, and uh, everyone enjoyed watching the big races from Melbourne. There was a greyhound that I think, again, if the world changes, might be up there amongst them in the uh, the group racing. He's certainly uh, a greyhound that's just got a huge ability, very good hand. Ebby Jet Power, he's well-named, and uh, he's now three out of the last four. Is the uh, is the winning rate for the Greyhound, and that was the best time of the night last night, twenty nine sixty eight. Let's pick up Timmy's call. Racing, Ebby Jet Power, Ford of Flame, both began quickly. They're looking for the lead. They're going together. Ebby Jet Power, courtesy the rails, had the lead over Ford of Flame. They'll followed up by Bo Herrera, and then Firestone Alley, followed up by Furious Not Fast and Ritzer Gloria at the rear. They're on the top end. Ebby Jet Power, one and a half, Ford of Flame, five away to Bo Herrera, turning the corner. Ebby Jet Power, the leader. Ford of Flame tries hard, but Ebby Jet Power, he's doing enough. Ebby Jet Power wins. Fauna's Flame second, third, Bo Herrera ahead of... Terrific performance by Ebby Jed Power last night, Ron, taking his um, his tally there to 12 wins from 21 starts. Yeah, certainly great greyhound for the Eberins. He, he, Michael's had a wonderful career training dogs over the last few years. And uh, also, Simon, I'll tell you what, the black book, you could throw the runner-up, Fauna's Flame, in. It, it's ran 29.80 and getting beat, which is... You know, quite rare today in some of these meetings and uh, certainly a greyhound you could well and truly follow. And uh, either on a Wednesday night or one of the lower grade Saturday night programs, Fauna's Flame will pick up quite a few races in town uh, if it draws nicely. Um, of course, we've got a couple of meetings today with the wet weather in Sydney. We can sit down this afternoon and watch Richmond kicking off at 4.27. Tomorrow is at 4.39. And as we touched on quickly with Dave Burnett, the National Series will be conducted right around Australia in each state on August the 13th. That is a Thursday night. So, again, you'll see the best of the New South Wales Greyhounds at Wenty Park on that particular night. We're fortunate at Wenty Park. We're allowed to have our TAID operators, TAB operators, and we've got our bookmakers. So if you want to at least have an atmosphere at a racetrack that's as close as normal, Wenty Park is the place. You can come, you can have a drink and a pizza, have a bet at the tote, have a bet with the bookies, go outside and watch the races and just sit down through the rest of the night. It's still as close as we can get compared to everyone else who, uh, where a lot of bookmakers aren't yet back at the track. So mm. we're, we're very fortunate at Wendy Park to be have all that, Simon, so it's as close as uh, being the best of the best at the present moment. Yeah, incredible. Thanks, uh, Ron. Thanks very much for your help, and we'll tune in tomorrow morning. Thank you, mate. All the best.